thank you for uh, for listening uh, on Liberty Tactics. I, I think it's an important uh, international venue. The title of your show is Liberty Tactics, which I think is really important. And liberty is a really important word. Uh, we take it for granted. Monday the 19th of September in the year of our Lord 2022 it's just gone 5 30 here in the evening in the UK where we've had a suffer a day of I don't know watching a satanic ritual take place I don't know what you could call it Kat have you seen that we're back to children first by the way sorry we've had a bit of a break uh we've both obviously got family we've got stuff to do so we haven't been on over the weekend we didn't do a show Friday but we are back and we're going to be giving you loads today uh we are going to start off we have to start off with that satanic ritual that we've all been made to sit through you can't go to the shops um Kat have you seen much of it darling you know what? I haven't seen absolutely any of it, Lou, if I'm completely honest, Lev. I've been doing work on the, you know, on the porn industry and stuff. So I, I've I've not even looked at it. I've, a few little things I come across, like you sent me that video, but somebody actually tagged me in it not long before you sent it to me where... The, um, My news is saying she's been laying in state for four years. For four years, years. yeah, yeah. Um, so and then we've got the picture like... Miller. Been, yeah, that was a picture from last week. Actually, that was quite a few days ago, that was. Um, I was thinking she hasn't been laying in state for four days. So she, why is the slip of the tongue that way? Exactly. Now, if they'd said, how long has she been dead? Ten days or something, is it? Dead ten days. Then she was transported, wasn't she, from Scotland down. Yeah. Uh, so I think she's been laying in state about six days, seven days. Yeah. Four years. Four years. Which is more believable because, you know, the people who've obviously it's done not, their research. I'm actually about to go in and have a look at the Paddington Bear movie. Oh, right, yeah. In the Paddington Bear movie, they've got a, a double body of the Queen. So, and also, do you know, do you know the alternative Queen speech? For years, they've had a double body going there, a, a stand-in. Yeah, yeah for the alternative Queen speech on Channel 4. I mean, I know the Deep Mask one made such a huge impression uh, this year because the States were showing it all over the place because she jumps up on the counter and she doesn't dance or something. So I know that made a huge... But that that alternative Queen speech has been going on for years and they've always used a body double. So I'm going to go and have a little look at the body doubles because the more and more I look at that picture, that is not her, the one they're chucking around. There's no chance it's her. No. Yes, she does look very similar, but the whole smile thing, she was never a big smiler. No, I know. And, and that's all I've heard, actually. Well, I have had the radio on in between sort of doing the washing up and that, and like when the adverts are on, if I haven't turned it off. Um, you had Camilla on there yesterday saying, oh, you know, she had the most beautiful blue eyes and she lit up a room with her smile. And I was like, yeah, with fire, because she's evil. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, I mean, what do you I mean she lit up? And they're all sort of acting like she's got this amazing sense of humour. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you serious or what? This is it's, it's the most bizarre. Ta- it's really bizarre. But this never, is a- I mean, granted, we've never seen anything like this. The country, you know, no, in our lifetime, no. we've known the Queen as, you know, and up until like five, you know, about 10, 11 years ago, I used to be, I am patriotic for my country, 
extremely patriotic. You know what our you know our our, our our soldiers go off and fight these proxy wars that you know I'm pa- extremely patriotic about it. But knowing what I know about that Roy family, and I think you did the perfect post on Facebook earlier, and I actually did a screenshot of it, and I posted it on Telegram, and it's had lots of interaction actually, where you said something really really relevant about people calling you and I people like us how disrespectful and disgusting we are that the queen's died well we we know what the crimes that that family have committed i mean uh, the whole world knows the whole world knows yeah this is the thing who knows what i think is this one is it my heart goes out to all yes, the yeah read that post read what you put out because i think that is so very very good it is it says i i thought about it earlier and i thought no this is so i wrote my heart goes out to all of the abused victims of the establishment, those that survived, who have to sit through this hellish nightmare for days and days on end, reliving their triggers and their trauma, whilst ignorant people aggressively defend their abusers and call anyone who doesn't bend over to this clown show disrespectful. They wouldn't dream of calling a sexual abuse victim disrespectful to their faces, but you don't have to. You've done it on a public forum. Absolutely insane. And that is essentially what it is. And people can argue blind all they want. That is what you're doing. That is why you're doing your not only def, not only protecting you you're aggressively attacking people who are telling you uh, these disgust and do you know what it's not even if it's like i said on my video the other day all right you're going to get these people out they're going oh they're just conspiracy theorists blah blah, blah 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 okay then well everybody knows for a fact that she bailed out andrew last year with 1200 12 million, million. Pound from the taxpayers knowing that he was involved in Epstein and all those and, and child and child and human trafficking and you, 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 you Charles's connection with Charles exactly um, Savile and the guy the the murderer what's his name ah uh, the um uh, murderer there's a picture of oh I know um, you're on about um I know you're on Charles about. Knightley or something I, I can't remember his name, yeah. but I know you're yeah, on Yeah, there's a picture of, of the, the guy from um, Dunblane, Jimmy Savile and Prince Charles. They were all really, really close. We've got Andrew really, really close with Jeffrey Epstein. Well, it's not okay. even a secret when you look back historically. You've got Lord Mountbatten. He was a... Exactly. You know I mean? look, loads of them are. They all associate... And the knight, the people who get knighted. And this is the and type yeah, of and, thing. And the garter, Royal Order of the Garter and all that. And yeah, look at all the people they've knighted. Exactly. That's, that's even... That's documented that these people were paedophiles. They're dead now, most of them, obviously, because they're only... Only because they hid it while they were alive. You know, they're willing to sort of leather because there's so much evidence stacked against them. Mainly the... Right, can, can we really not forget the abuse victims of these fucking people, mind? Excuse my language, right? There must be torture like, for them going on at the moment. Absolute torture, mind. To be, to be... To be... To know what happened to them and by whom within the establishment, right? And they're survivors. And they have to sit there, mind, watching people call other people disrespectful and disgusting while they protect these poor people's abusers this is it wouldn't happen in the real world this is why it's called stockholm syndrome this is you blindly you know glorifying and looking up to your your oppressor who's actually an abuser as well this is this is a classic sam a classic classic case of it and i can just see people getting so aggressive with you know anyone who sort of says it says anything against it. And I'm like, in the normal world, if I said to the people who were having it right, if I said, right, Betty at the road, right, she had a rapist son who'd raped loads of people and she paid the money for him to get out and then she died. 
Would everybody be glorifying and mourning her then? And that's just one little part of it. No, people just live in this. They don't believe it. They don't. You can put as much. Look at look at what's happened during the fucking pandemic. Pandemic. Mm. All the evidence you and I and everyone were putting it putting out. Yeah, that's true. You can't. You can't. It's a massive, massive case of cognitive dissonance as well. See, they, they, it can't, they can't handle what the truth is because the truth is disgusting. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that is the truth, though, and those are the facts. It, you know, even if you were a silent royalist, right, fair enough, as much as whatever, do what you want. It's the ones who are voicing. That's what I'm like. You're mental. Like, if there was anyone else around you who was a paedophile and you were protect, you wouldn't even dream of protecting them. But because it's the queen, it's like... What, it's, it's accepted, it's fine. Because like, she's a mum and a nan. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Excuse my language, but this is absolutely, it's insane. Oh, and but, the, you money, know, the money that's gone on this, and we've got this. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, how much would this, how much money would have they have spent today? Millions, we oh, know. Billions. Probably, yeah. Well, you know, and you've got all the dignitaries coming in. You know, you've got all the other foreign uh, foreign kings and queens. And you've also... Oh, interesting, Biden was sitting 13 rows from the front and he was put in the aisle next to the Polish prime minister. So mm. I'm going... I think there is a map. I'm going to be able to... There'll be a map with seating. You know that somewhere. Um, someone will have printed a, a map out. Um, but yeah, interesting that that's where he was sitting. I'm mm. just trying to go through to verify those those pictures. I'm just trying to find another picture of Camilla with her, those pearls on. That leak, they're very they're good. They sit literally where the mask would go round. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm going to. That's kind of be going to. But be it is quite obvious though as well. And if you go and look at images, just put into Google Camilla Parker Bowles. Just go and have a look at the photographs of her. It, the one the one that's around now doesn't really look like if you look close enough no and i know people's noses still grow and ears still grow and what have you we're not talking about that it's you can you can tell if you google her um and have a look at some of her pictures from over the years and even quite like up until maybe a couple of years ago doesn't look like the one we've got walking around now Probably not. I haven't looked myself. I'll have a look after. But it, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. We know that a lot of them have got doubles, and do you know what I mean? Many, many over. Hillary Clinton's got about twenty. Oh God, do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, exactly. It's, but not, I was it's not even a secret. See, I was expecting to see something. Um, uh, sorry, I was expecting to see more go on because of the Q posts. But I mean, we just don't know. I mean, we do have a memorial service going on on Wednesday where Trump, Obama's, Clinton and Bush's are all going to be in attendance. Wow, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? And it's the first time Trump has gone back inside the Capitol since the 20th of January. Wow. The White House. So that should be very, very interesting. And we don't know what's been going on behind the scene. We don't know. We've just got to wait and we see. We don't. I did think the other day that nothing major was going to happen. Mind no, I was... kind of built it up and I was like, I was so convinced something was going to go down just because of the post. But, well, we're going to wait. We're going to see something, you know, it's... Something, something will happen. Yeah. I had a feeling they wouldn't do it then because they know everybody's what... It'd be too... 
Do you know well, what I mean? I thought it would have come out there because the whole world would be watching, and we've got all the deep state leaders in one place. Mm. But you know, yeah, of course, yeah, that is a good. Obviously, you know, it is a good way to. I look must at admit, it. Andrew looked a bit panicked a few times. There was a, a few of them shot their head across the room at one point, and Andrew looked like he was absolutely shitting himself. Well, probably because um, he doesn't know what you know. This is yeah. the thing. I, I didn't see. It. I no doubt that there'll be you know because there are lots of people watching it. People take their screen records and you That's know it. just like that one with the slip up with the four years. Um, there'll be plenty of them out and about later, no doubt. But um, yeah, I didn't think anything massive was going to go down because um, just for that reason, really, it was just a you know. But in the next couple of days, weeks, I, I don't know. Maybe the twenty Saturday is the twenty fourth, and next. yeah, we're looking. Yeah, and that's usually the time that things will start going a bit awry with financial. So there's every wherever I'm looking. Sorry, the dog's got a toy and he's squeaking it. So I wondered what it was. I guess it was a squeak. Yeah, and no, if I try and take it away, then it's going to be. They're thinking it's going to be a game. So I'm not going to go down that route. <laughs> um, so. I don't know. Well, let's let's just wait and see what happens, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's more to happen tonight. So let's go in back. So PCP, there was a people turning up on Saturday down there. How's yes. Kim doing? Because Kim seems to be, let's give a little update. I mean, you must have spoken to Kim. How, yeah. how is she? What What's going on? Because there was a message that she couldn't get to Cardiff the other day. No, she did have a family emergency, so she couldn't get it. So obviously... But there was lots of... Rachel went. She was the only one there, right? So I saw I some video of her, yeah. Yeah, so she held it. I mean, there were there were people to help her as well. Obviously, there was a couple of people there, some volunteers to help her out. But it actually turned out to be a really good... It was more like... So, you know, like, usually Kim will do the demonstration, so it was more like a demo and then a meet and greet type of thing. Yeah. Well, um, Dennis came around um, to pick something up off me yesterday, and I, he, had, he had gone on Saturday, and I asked him how it was, and he said it was superb. He said there was loads of us there. He said there was a huge Muslim community there. He said, and what it ended up being was more because they had like placards and stuff anyway it ended up being more of a protest really and they were shouting you know say no to rse and you know and they were outside the bbc building just outside the train station which would have and and they managed to get rid of something like three thousand leaflets and i said to dennis i said because usually you know when you're giving out leaflets you're going to get a bit of both right you're going to get people who'll take it just for the sake of it then you're going to get the people who just refuse to take it and you know you have a little bit of an altercation whatever but he said out of all of the people and he was doing it all day just giving leaflets out for the people off the train out of everyone all day was only one person who didn't want to take it now that's that's a huge um that's a huge change in attitude, I think, there, Lou. Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? People are willing to take it now. So in actual, it, it turned out to be a really, really successful day. So the next one now is um, Saturday, this Saturday. So it's actually on the 24th. Um, and it's in North Wales, North, so it's in Clandard, no. Okay. Um, so I get, well, again, I think because of we haven't been up there since, um, you know, it all kicked off up in North Wales in the councillor meeting last yeah. month. Um, we haven't been up there since because I was only about, you know, three weeks ago on there. So we, because of that kicking off up there and not because when I spoke to um, I spoke to Matty, Matty Ginsburg, and he was actually in the public gallery up there. Yeah. Um, and he said that, it's, you know, it's, it is really quite kicking off up North Wales. He said the other day, I'm sure people like mums, parents were actually stopping people 
stopping on the roads, stopping them in their cars, mind, because they're that freaked out by it. Do you know what I mean? So it'll be usually landed. No, it's not much of a go show. You know, we do walk, you know, up and down the promenade, give leaflets and stuff, but we very rarely get, other than the usual, you know, the ones that always come, we never really get any sort of, you know, anything else from up there. So I'm thinking this Saturday is going to be really, really good. I think there's going to be a look, because it's going to be all the new people, look, who've woken yeah. up up to um, what's going on in schools up in North Wales. Well, they'll come. So we're hoping for, a, you know, a really good one on Saturday as well. Things are just... You're going to be going to that one? Yeah, hopefully I'm going to be going to that one, yeah. Because um, I didn't go to Saturday because I had my dad's memorial thing. So um, I didn't go then, but I I am available this Saturday and I'll go up if need be. Um, but yeah, it is, honestly, Lou, it's really kicking off. And again, I've got my, and you're, you're in that group as well, I think, and you are too much, too young. I'm constantly looking in there. And the things that are coming up while people are finding themselves and while their children are coming home saying the, the um, you know, the interactions that they've had with the teachers and the heads. Honestly, for anyone, you know, sort of listening to this now and are concerned about it and are thinking, you know, go on that group because you've got all, you've got parents from all over. And I tell you the other thing they're doing as well, like Kim has said this and I've noticed it. What's happening when somebody ends up complaining to the school or talking to the teacher or whatever, what the teacher is saying, and this is this seems to be the case everywhere. So I'm wondering if they've been told to say it. What they're saying to that parent is um, you're the only one that's complained about it. And I think that's a lie. They're trying that's what make... they said to me back when Jack was in year two. So he was what? six five six that's what they said to me when I went in and kicked off because he came back and said he learned about reginas and penises and the teacher had me in tears she made me feel like the, I was the only she told me I was going to be the only person and wow. I could be singled out in the playground and in the end I just didn't send him into school that day yeah, there you go. Look, see, it's a lie, though, especially it now. But it's making, like, you felt like crap thinking you were the only one. But in reality, I bet you weren't. I bet you weren't. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't as bad then, and there weren't that many people kicking off about it then. But they, you probably weren't. This is what they're saying. Because we've heard this so much from different places, it's not just one, then I'm wondering if they've had, like, um, you know, like an internal email. Or, I don't know. Because it's not true. There are groups of people, you know, don't get me wrong, in some places they may they might be the only one in that class. Not necessarily in the school, but in that class. But in a lot of places, there are two, three, four, more. Depends where you are and how many people know. Do you know what I mean? So to tell every parent that they're the only ones is trying to isolate them then and make them feel perhaps they're, they're over-exaggerating. And do you know what I mean? It's, it's really, it's dodgy. Like, it is dodgy. But that group is really, really good for people to just go in and have a look. See, and I've noticed today there's two posts in there from people. I don't know where they are. They could be in England. Um, they've deregistered their kids. They're just not willing. So they were obviously looking, you know, going back and forth. They're not happy with the response from the teachers. And they've decided, nah, I'm not risking it. Yeah. And this is obviously the problem we've got with the schools bill now, see, because they're trying to get every child on a register by April. Huh. So that's, what? So Just eight months. So it's dangerous because what they want, they need, you know, they're saying that, you know, everybody needs to have the same, the, the same resources and this, that and the other. And because they know and they can see how many people are, you know, 
taking their kids out. They've had to put their foot down. And that's what the schools bill is about. They didn't care before. There wasn't enough home educators, really, for them to make an impact. But when you've got lots of them, then they, they've got a good shot of changing society, societal attitudes and behaviours, just like they're trying to do in school. So that's why they want all of the children involved. And then they're sort of threatening with their... Um, fines and and imprisonment if you don't do it and it's just so totalitarian do you know what I mean it's it's really they really but at the same time though I still see it like um like a bit of a race like panic setting in a little bit do you know what I mean from their point because it's rush look at what look at what they're doing trying to get this out there before because the people are waking up at a phenomenal level speed right they have to counteract it with something and they're making so many mistakes. Do you know what I mean? Really loads of them. So, you know, lots of people are aware of the schools bill, but they're still prepared to take the, to deregister their kids. And, you know, yeah. I'm glad I really am. Cause that's the thing. I mean, if, if everybody decided or, or at least, um, you know, a, a big percentage or even not even a massive one, but if they all did it at the same time and just didn't send their kids into school for say a week, that's going to have a huge impact. Like when one or two do it, it's not so obviously it's not, it doesn't have that much impact and you can pick them off. But if you, if you all did it or a big percentage, it's not a lot they could do. See, they would have to, do you know what I mean? Think twice about what they're doing, but obviously we're not at that stage yet. So this is why children need to be, you know, well, yeah, they do. Because I thought now going back and there was talk of it. So obviously we lost the, injunction didn't we to stop them obviously rolling yeah. out in September but there was word through the grapevine that's and I think some of them may have done it so they delayed it for four weeks right I don't know if it, I don't know if that was the impact they wouldn't admit it anyway whether that was the impact of the judicial review or whatever but some of them weren't rolling that out for four weeks so I wasn't expecting anything really to come out for the first month but they have been they have We're been hearing horror stories coming out because, and we are, yeah, all over. Back. We can we can touch on those in a minute. But so when it comes to court, you've now got look, it's been out for these few weeks, and look at all these testimonies of what's been happening. Yeah, like they they are seriously endangering our children. Their poor little minds, the confusion. Um, what? Let's just talk. It's trauma. what have you seen since the kids have been coming out what's what what's the response what have you heard well there was one that said I can't remember how old they were but I'm sure they were in primary school quite young um copulating unicorns and they even so it was a cartoon and they even zoomed in and the one unicorn obviously had, had an erection Right. Now, this is for like, I'm sure it was like six year olds or something. The other one then, there was a a parent on that too much too young. Basically, they said, she said, I finally got out of my son while was bothering him all day yesterday. Um, The teacher, how old was he? Something at eight, nine. The teacher had brought out a sex toy and proceeded to tell them what it is and what it was used for. And he said to his mum, it looked like his sister's microphone. microphone this is insane these are kids mind these are kids okay. you see that as well it's in america but it's on you now so i just got it oh, it's just absolutely ridiculous the trans teacher who had prosthetic boobs but they were like 
I've seen something. I, I just saw it. I'm like, what the hell? And I, but I have I don't know what it's about. So I know it's absolutely I mental. I mean, it's either he. I was going to say she, but it's not. It's a he. Oh, it's a he. Was in um, was in a high school, and they're obviously like um, a carpenter teacher or you know woodwork sort of thing. And you can just see him. And I'm like, this is mental. This is why is this even normal? But then you add um, who else? There's loads on here. Um, I'll have to try and go through now. All the ones I'm looking at when I'm going through is I'm deregister. I'm deregistering my child. These are the last few comments on your look. Fantastic. So um, yeah. Oh, where else? I'll have to find them as I go along. But it was, it's been a few. I wish now what I should have done and what I might do from now on in is yeah, take get a little five. Like, yeah, I might all of the all of those just Yeah, because there is lots of them, but I see them on my wall or I see them in certain groups or other people have shared someone else's. So what I should have done is sort of collect them all so people can have examples of what, you know, of what's what's coming out of school because it is bad. I tell you what, though, I'm just looking down on this on the wall of this thingy, and you know you've got uh, Richard Lucas from the family uh, Scottish Family Party. Obviously, yeah. he's been fighting against this for ages. Have you seen the new? Um, they've got vans, so they're like lorries, but little lorries. I'm not good with vehicles, right? So I, you know, it's like it looks like a lorry, but it's smaller. Learn about got... cars with cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell you the colour of it. Oh, good. <laughs> It's black with red signage on it. But on the side and the back, in massive, like all over it, it's got say no to new school sex education in Scotland. And there's not just one van, there's like lots of them. So they're obviously, you know, driving around and stuff with those on now. So that's good because normally you wouldn't see something that's like that. We and we know how important that is, you know, from an from a marketing advertising point of view. We should actually get. try and get some vinyl stickers made. To say say no to the sex education in the UK. Yeah, we should, shouldn't we? We I'm sure PCP Wales have got some sort of stickers. Um, we need like cars anyway. We need bumper stickers. That's what we need. Oh, somebody had written on you. The head at my son's school has cancelled our second meeting and and is refusing to sit down with us as parents. <laughs> oh, this is when you've got to be scared, look, because what are they hiding from you then? If they're not, they've obviously had a meeting there because she said I was second meeting. So they've cancelled that one. And then they're saying they're not sitting down to watch it. This is crazy. It is. Now you've been uh you've been busy this week and today with yeah. Head Book. Um, you've been really digging deep. I mean, you you, you knew a lot because we've done stuff on the porn industry, but you've gone a little bit deeper. What have you yeah. Yeah, because I know at the moment, see, there's something going through. Now, I because you know what it's like, Lou, you're looking at something and stuff happens in the background and you might not catch it, right? But what's going through um, at the moment is the online harms bill, right? And I was like, so Kim mentioned it to me and I was like, all right, so I got Darren to look at it. So he's looking at it at the moment, right? It's like a 200 something, because it's still a bill, it's like a 200 and something page document so easily you know he's been looking at it and I'm like look is it good or bad do we need to argue it or not now I knew that this is this been it's already been read twice this is the third reading of it right so it's, it's nearly there type of thing 
And all I wanted to know from him really was, look, is it protecting kids or is it not protecting kids? And he's saying at this point, no, it's not protecting kids. So what, what the bill is saying, and I've spoken about this before, in America, they've got um, an exemption law when it comes to a, a, the um, distribution and viewing of erotica and pornography, right? So the exemptions uh, for educational purposes, scientific purposes and artistic purposes, which is how they get away with it in the media and stuff, because we know that this stuff is not good for children. It's not good for adults, but, you know, children especially. So I was saying to Darren, this was like last year, I was saying they, they bound to have something similar in because obviously that's in America. They've got their laws. Because we do it here as well, then there must be some sort of exemption thing. And I'm wondering if this what this online harms bill is doing. So essentially what it's saying is the same thing. That's not good enough. Of course, it doesn't it doesn't just become safe because Mr. Jones at the local primary school is teaching it for fuck's sake. Something that we know is harmful to minors doesn't magically not become harmful because Mr. Jones at the prime. Do you know what I mean? This is this is insane. But this is what they're trying to do at the moment. So that's another fight we're going to have to fight. Right. But it's got to be done, Lou, because even, you know, if we're going to take away um, this sex education and we do need to take it away and take it away, we will. Right. Children are still exposed to sexual explicit material through pornography right so we have to we have to attack that industry and i haven't got a problem attacking it because i understand how dangerous it is for adults and children alike but especially for children right so last year this is i think when my i had read i'd read part of the um, a, a report that judith reesman obviously of the reesman institute um years she had done a report in the 1980s for the Department of Justice. They asked her to do it. So she got her investigation team together. It took her two years, right? So they funded this and then they sort of pulled funding. I'll have to have a look at what really happened there. But I'm sure halfway through this, they pulled funding or whatever, because obviously she was showing what they didn't want. Now, bear, this is this is pre-internet days, right? And I'm telling you, it's absolutely, it's dreadful. It's one of the most in-depth reports I've ever read. Anyway, at the same time, I'd read her book soft porn plays hardball which was kind of a you know a summary because this this um th this report she did for the department of justice like two and a half thousand pages it's in four parts so the book that she did is kind of you know taking all the bits from there that and, put, and she's put them into a book so i read the book right but then my dad passed so my mind just went to complete and normally i remember everything as well which is so this was really weird for me um I, my dad's passing obviously had something to do with my mind being a bit screwed and whatever for months and months, you know. Um, but when I finally come back round now, I, I've got, I'm revisiting this book and this and this report, so I'm sort of looking at them side by side and and you know, right. I'm going to do a blog on it, but basically, we have to get rid of. <laughs> this is going to be a difficult one, mind, but I'm determined, and you know, I, I know how much backlash I'll get for that, but I'm determined to get to look we can do we can protect kids with pornography around we can do it right now is it harmless absolutely not I, it's, do you know what it's so documented i'd have to do one right a whole one on this with you lou to go through the dangers of it what it does to the brain go through examples of what happened during the sexual revolution when um 
Hugh Hefner became Kinsey's pamphleteer and, you know, he basically playboy and, and whatever else, right, and started started the pornography industry. It would be a whole one because there are so many arms to this. It's unreal. But the main one was that they were changing social um, social attitudes and behaviours, right, which is essentially what they're doing now. In fact, in the framework of this sex education, in the WHO framework and the UNESCO framework, it's called the Matrix. You know, you've seen that document, and you where it's naught to four. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it tells you what's in there. Well, it actually says on the top the information fed into the child and the attitudes and behaviours that will come will become from it. They 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 changing the whole of society's attitudes and behaviours towards sex. So I say they're changing it now. They've already done it. Right, because obviously we're talking back from the 1950s. That's when Play 1953 was when Playboy was established. And I, the reason I've done it like this, because I could go off on a, it would, it would take me a good few months to do a real, like, proper, decent one on there from historically leading it to today. And I probably will do it actually. But the point was, the reason I wanted to go back to then, go back to pre-internet days, is because I believe, right. And believe, honest to God, when I do this report, people are going to be sickened. Half of the people probably won't want to read it because they'll have to sort of, you've got to come round to the thinking that it's really, really bad and you're going to have to stop it. So I can imagine there's a lot of people who will ignore it, right? But it is so, so, so dangerous. So pre-internet, if it was that dangerous then and it was causing what it was causing, and I've got example after example after example of little kids harming smaller kids sexually because they've picked Yeah, up, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of that, right? And that was just from a magazine. Then can you imagine what it's like now? It is horrific now. Do you know what I mean? Because it's at the click of a button. So they've all got it. You've got really young children watching this. And what do the what do children do? And this was exactly the same back then. They acted out. They yeah, even they do. They do. Absolutely. Yeah. They interviewed a load of college students, male college students. Right. And asked them. If they thought. Um, was it for I think oh, I can't hang on a minute. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, I'll come back to it, but they were basically whatever they they say in the in you know in the literature, and it's 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 wrong. It's all backwards because when they do their other studies, you can see the opposite of that. So even back, you know, what was his name? He was a surgeon general, right back in the eighties, and he was one of the only ones who said about pornography and what it's doing to society and what it, you know, is, is actually going to is ruining society, is ruining children's minds, is breaking down the family unit. And it's more than just people getting divorced. Do you know what I mean? It's more than that. It's you, you've got your the rise in sexual offending, right? Is off the scale. And it was just in the 50s as well when it started. It's like 10% rise in between 1950 and 1915. Or no, sorry, between 1960 and 1969. It was a 10% rise in sexual early sexual behavior and activity, right? And then to 1980, it'd gone up by over 50%. That's thanks to the sexual revolution, that is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Only came in just after then, in a, on a massive scale. And that's what they've done. They've normalised it. And like I say, I, you know, I can, it would take me a long time to go into this from beginning to end, but I will do it with you at, at some stage and we'll just focus on this. It's not nice. It's very uncomfortable. But again, it's one of these subjects that has to be talked about. It has to be Elephant talked about. Elephant in the room. The minute you start talking about the children, 
it's the elephant in the room, satanic ritual abuse, uh, yeah. the CSE, the RSE, you know, it's the elephant in the room. It's horrible that people are prepared to ignore it, isn't it? And I, and I, it's honestly, it's like humans, are, you know, sort of naturally loving, caring, empathic, you know, beings. Yeah. And look what we've been resort. Look what it's crazy. It really is. It's, I know it's uncomfortable. We're not looking after our kids. That's our. You know, this is what we're here for. The end of the day, isn't it? It is. Exactly. You know, we get born, we grow, we fall in love, we make mistakes, we enjoy. You know, we have children and then we die. Like everybody dies. Everybody dies. It's your only certainty. It's where you're going to go after that and what you've done in your life. Exactly. And what we're exactly. doing at the moment and exposing our kids to that's that's not good. That's no. not good. But we have and to do everything. People like we myself, can. like you, like Kim, like so many who just want just want to do right, just want to have to let the kids just try and do something. For the children. Our children now. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know if I can imagine Kimberly must be under huge attack. I know she doesn't care, doesn't bother her. Um, but it's not good that there are people out there that can go out and attack the people that are, are doing good. I know. Very, I know. very disturbing world. And for the people who are doing that, who the fuck are you? I know. Who are you? You know, wanting to sexualize, trying to stop a mother from having her children exposed to this disgraceful, disisgusting, inappropriate, I'm sure illegal content going to children and people are out there. You know, this is what happens. It's the elephant in the room. You start talking about child sex abuse, satanic sexual abuse, you know, that's it. You have these people out there that will do anything to try and discredit, destroy, and uh, it's just hats off to Kim. It really is yeah. Kimberly. Um, I know it doesn't affect her, but you know, even so, it's horrible to think that there are people out there that are doing that. It really Absolutely. is. So it is horrible because at the end of the day, these are our kids. Oh, sorry about my language. Sorry. No, it's all right. Look, it's hard not to with this topic, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? This is something so serious, so sick, so twisted. Uh, you know, it's hard to just talk about it in a you can't talk about it in a jolly way. It's disgusting. Oh, no. you know, the ones who are, the ones of us who sit here and you know we know we're aware of it, and it's just heartbreaking. You're it's reading stories. You're reading like I remember when I was doing a lot with you know the column, and I was doing bits with Bill and uh, John uh, back in the day. Um, you know, I'd have letters come from people, and actually, I've got a book here that I've never picked up. It turned up at the column. And I don't know, it gave, it had such a bad energy and it's called Lambs to the Slaughter. And I picked that up the other day and there's all these newspaper clips because I've never picked it up. I've always been, uh, I was dealing with too much dark stuff. And it's one of those books that, you know, it's going to be very, very dark. Uh, And you've got to be in the right mind. So I've had this book for about six years, never opened it. Opened it up the other day and I had all these news clippings fall out. And then there's an envelope with an address in Torquay written on it. I don't know what it's I, and I'm now thinking shit was I should I have read this and they're wanting the newspaper clippings back I don't know I don't know where to go because it's been so long so yeah, I well, drive down to that I don't know I'm actually tonight I'm I've, I've had enough of 
of everything. I'm going to sit down and read tonight because I don't do that enough anymore. I used to love my reading and I don't. I'm just too busy researching all over the place. Yeah. You're going to have a look at that book tonight. Yeah, that's the, I like. I've always got a book on the go. I can or have one. It freaks me out when I am gone. When I'm like looking for something quick, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean. I've always got to have one. I love reading, and I'm glad yeah, I do. I always did, but then life, and then you just want to. I don't know. I just used to switch off and watch rubbish for a while, just to switch off with all the research I was doing because it's so dark. It is. You have to have a balance yeah. because otherwise yeah. you do your head in, don't you? Literally, is. It's a dark thingy, and there, you know, thankfully there are people out there willing to do it to bring it to light, <laughs> because it has to come up before we can heal. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And that's essentially what is happening now, and there's a lot of resistance to it, but that's going to have to fall by the wayside before long because it's so obvious what's been going on. All of these people need justice, and you know, the kids who are being abused now, and do you know what I mean? Everything is they've completely spun society on his head we live in this very sexual revolution well thanks to Kinsey thanks to Hugh Hefner thanks to John Money he's a big player in this he's a massive player in this like that's why I wrote that blog because I was like outstanding outstanding bit of writing oh thank you love I knew that you know I know not everybody I love to read so I'm happy to do that I know I know not everybody got the time or likes to but they'll read a blog and you can listen to that blog anyway. You don't have to read it unless I've messed up on the punctuation. It should sound all right. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's so important because obviously you had Alfred Kinsey as the father of the sexual revolution. You got Hugh Hefner was his pamphleteer. And then you've got John Money, who's the father of gender identity. Well, this gender identity we're seeing absolutely everywhere, are we not? Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's all over the place. And if people only knew what that was based upon, it's not just about David Reimer as in the twin boy who was raised as a girl unsuccessfully who shot himself at age 38. It's not just about him. John Money, uh, before and after, do you know what I mean? Before and after he knew the truth. And he was a very dark man, very, very much like Kinsey. Really, And two of his defenders is, is important to know. One of them he worked with in the 1960s before he did the the twins case and her name was Dr June Reinch or Reinch I think it is well she ended up as director of the Kinsey Institute between 1982 and 1993 and then John Bancroft who was actually from Edinburgh used to be a a lecturer he used to work in the um, in Edinburgh University he was a professor up there he became the um he became director of the Kinsey Institute after her for another 10 years. And both of those are massive defenders of money. It just makes me realize, I, you know, this circle when I because it, it was freaking me out reading about John Money anyway, because I know when I when it was just even reading about his childhood and reading about, you know, his his loves and his passions and all of it was so much like Kinsey it really did freak me out I was thinking and then when you know looking at his his attitude and how he he a lot of what he was saying just came through Kinsey do you know what I mean so again we've got it passed down well gender identity is absolutely everywhere at the moment they're they're using this as a thing people are losing their jobs over it if they're not going with the right pronouns and all this shit it's not even a protected characteristic under the Equality Act anyway do you know what I mean what a, what a mess. What an absolute mess. At the same time, we're totally destroying our kids' minds. We, You know, people got to take their heads out of their asses now and actually help us move forward. There's no point. There's absolutely no point sitting there and calling any of us conspiracy theories, theorists. There is no point. It's just 
I mean, what is it? Nothing is a word. It's a phrase. It doesn't do anything. doesn't mean anything. The facts are still the facts. Your children are still being sexualized incredibly in school and they then copying it. This is mental. So if people are, you know, have a bit of a shock when something happens between their own children, this is why, this is why, yeah. you know, coming home and, and trying it out because at the end of the day, this is what people don't quite, you know, they see abuse. Is it like um, violent? Right. And in some cases it is, but what sexual abuse can also be some, somebody being tickled down below. Well, does that feel nice? It does. If, is it biological feeling? It does. You're not being hurt, but it's still sexual abuse. So when that child then, you know, is, is being taught this, has seen, seen this information and he goes home and tickles himself or tickles his little sister. And she like, do you know what I mean? This is mental. This is mental. And, you know, the, the, the things of stimulating um, a child's early early childhood stimulation of genitals, but like the, the that how that can completely desensitize you to sex, which then you're more likely to go and watch pornography to be able to get that orgasm. Oh, it's really, honestly, I'm at the, at the moment. Oh, I'm oh, at isn't it terrible that we're actually, we kind of desensitize from it. We've been, yeah, I have to be. Nothing will shock me. There is no. nothing, you know. It sickens know. me, but it doesn't trust Yeah, absolutely. Me. It sickens you down to the core, but, you know, it's sad that we're just, we it's ain't going to be anything that's coming out. Like, nothing surprises me anymore. It's really dark. It's really dark. But, again, you know, we've been living like this for a long time. We're just unaware of it. Do you know what I mean? And now it's all coming it's coming to the surface, whether people like it or not, it's coming to the surface. Well, none of us, none of us wanted this to be the fucking case. None of us did, regardless of what people say about conspiracy theories. Oh, they want to be right and this, that, and the other. I fucking guarantee you, we do not. But I really don't. And ignore it because do you know what I mean? It, you it got is. to talk about it, or it makes you okay with it. You know, it, you're you're condoning it. If you're not outraged, you're condoning it. Basically, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. How can you just ignore it? How can you? But then people have been taught, and they thought just to protect their own and not care. But I can't get my head around that. Like it's hard to see how some people can just switch off. And do you know what I mean? I watched. I did. What did I do yesterday? I had a bit of a quiet day. Did a little bit of research, but I watched some some really old kind of sort of like 80s, 90s, like mini series. Yeah. And my God, back in the 80s, that was rife. You know, you know, in movies with young girls, I watched, um, I watched The Three Musketeers, the old one, and it's got uh, Spike Milligan in it and uh, Michael York, uh, Oliver Reed, um, but you know the the pisshead Oliver Reed. Yeah, I know it. I, he's off um, Oliver, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, but in that even, there's really like inappropriate things being said about sort of like teenage girls. Yeah. And there was, um, do you remember the Thornbirds with Richard Chamberlain? It was a huge. It, I mean, the book was incredible, and it was a, a massive mini series during the eighties called the Thornbirds. And Richard Chamberlain played a priest 
and he's visiting this farm, you know, this this um, ranch kind of thing over in the outback in Australia. And there's a young girl of about 10 and she's going through stuff on the farm and tells him all his problems. And she had a real major crush on him. And then a few years later, they're like together. Uh, then you have that blue lagoon with Brooke Shields. And what about St. Trinian's? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's, do you know what? It's, it's been going on. It's been forever. going on a long time. It's yeah, been going but, on a long time. But, but this is the but. Children weren't being taught this. Yes, it's inappropriate for the television actors. And, you know, I shudder to think what the young kids on film sets go through. See, I really struggle now when I see films with kids in. Yeah, yeah, and this is knowing what goes on, especially things like Disney yeah. um, and stuff like that. I, I, I feel very uncomfortable watching those kind of films now because knowing, knowing what I know. Yeah. Um. So, like, you've got to think about the children who were in those films, but the kids, our kids were still protected from it. Yeah. Like you had, a, you know, the rate didn't meant it was a rate. Like, so for example, then you can look at it. And I noticed this even before I was sort of aware of how this sexualization was going on, right? I noticed like a 15 when I was younger was like not that bad. But a 15, a 15 rated film now is something I, do you know what I mean? Even a 12 rated film, you know, yeah, yeah. Is, is really bad. And I'm like, well, even the kids' films. But, you know, it's all in there, subtly, obviously subliminally, you know, but in the, in the old, it's really, it's rife, it's everywhere. And this is, this is the thing, it's intentional. And well, the one thing I'm sick of, Lou, and I'm, I'm sick to the back teeth of people doing it, right, is this, right? So we'll say, you know, the kids have been saying, yeah, but it's on telly and, you know, it's on, the, well, they've got the internet, so blah, blah. Like, stop trying to justify That's it. That's it, justifying um, it. And it's not. It's not that. It's not the access. It's they're learning it from the people they're told to sit there and listen to. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. See, you know, when they'd have, when I was younger, they'd have like things that were swearing or, or you know, a bit sexual or whatever. They'd have on over like after 10 o'clock or something. They can, those kids can get any film they want on one of the, you know, whatever people go whatever sky and whatever else you know your chip boxes and your fire sticks and all netflix they can get whatever they want on there do you know what i mean like at any time yeah any time they want and this is the problem and we're wondering where all this you know and like it's so the figures themselves in terms of they'll say oh you know um sexual activity has dropped or sexual you know sexual abuse has dropped and it does look like that in some places but what's happened at the same time Lou, right is technology right so a lot of their kids are in on their computers gaming and stuff like that so they're not out right where they can do but what's happened is the incidence of sexual abuse is, is way more serious right yes. Yes. exactly the same as crime so years ago right when i was in school there might be a fight right you'll have two boys fighting each other or two girls just two whatever you might watch them and whatever you know as you do and that was it no no knives no none of this shit was involved and now you've got kids out carrying knives and stuff do you know yeah. what i mean yeah this is the thing they they're exposed to so the they're exposed to a lot worse then into and and so the the seriousness of the crimes uh, uh, you know are worse and worse as time goes on because obviously they see it and you know this this 
where I'm looking into, obviously, Judith Reesman now, she's just, she's not on it, but she is on about the porn industry, but she's also on about violent films and stuff as well. And I've had this same argument. What happens? People will argue blind. I'm like, what happens? It desensitizes you. The more you see it, the more it becomes acceptable to you. So if you're out in the street and you see somebody getting their head, absolutely, this is what it does. And people argue and say, no, no, no. I'm like, it is. That's exactly what it does. Of course it is. Of course it is. That's why you have all these movies with, you know, setting a narrative out. Yeah, I don't watch hardly any films. I won't watch anything unnecessarily violent. I hate it. Watch nothing. But I don't want to see it. I know I, I remember years ago, um, probably when Grace was a baby, I would say, right? And I would, so she'd be in bed, but I would sit up and it'd be early hours in the morning. I'd be watching like, um, you know, true true things that had happened, but like interviews in a, in a police room where a, a woman had admitted to like, what you know, a partner, a new partner raping a six year old and burying him, right? And I like you know, those real life things where you think, Oh my, and it used to absolutely traumatize me to the point, right? When my anxious end the word. Now, I didn't know though, I didn't realize that that's the effect it was having on my uh, my mind at the time. I can look back now, yeah. And I'd even, do you know, I was sick once or twice, I was actually physically sick, but I would still watch them. So, this is the thing you're addicted, you could get addicted to things like that as well. And people do, and then they wonder why their lives are in, you know, in an anxious state. So, when I stopped watching them, my anxiety levels dropped. I was also doing other things at the time because I was waking up at the same time. So I was, you know, aware of it and stuff. But I'm like that now. I will not watch any scary films. So you you might get me to watch a funny film, maybe. And I'm quite happy to watch the old films from the 80s. That's it. That's same, same. I, I'm happy to watch them because they're lighthearted. And you, do you know what I mean? Yes, you've got some in it, but it's not as bad as it is now. Now I'm like on eggshells, which I'd rather not watch it all. I really, really wouldn't. Because I'm aware that whether we like it or not, it's programming us right we can yeah. pretend we can say we're aware of it and we can have the argument that we're not being programmed by it but it's subliminal as well see so you are do you know what I mean and this is why I'm like I refuse to watch them and people might call me a bit boring and whatever else but now nah, I know how they make me feel and they don't yeah, make me feel yeah. good like I say a comedy is good because it makes you laugh do you know what I mean you know and happy and laughing is the best medicine I, I, but I just I, go for things like um, gone with the wind or uh, the knights of the round table a bit jousting and uh, yeah. history kind of glad well, anything I watch now is documentary style you know or I'm reading most of the I time I have watched but, you know. true crime stuff recently saying that really good uh, an amazing case that I don't really remember we would have been quite young with this guy um, from Scotland what was his name What's his name? It was a huge case. It was the biggest serial killer ever in the UK. And he moved to London and he was killing young boys during the 80s. It was right, whoa. And he'd, he'd, he'd keep them alive. He'd, he'd kill them. And then he'd bath them, buried them underneath his floorboards. Oh, and he'd I bring them out every day and have a little chat. And he'd bring them out and have a chat with them every day. And he'd be bring them out. I can't remember his bloody name now. It's nuts. And this is the thing. And, and again, I just I have to say it as well. But I got to say it because it's so relevant. And I read it again last night. because I'm reading her book when she goes on about Ted Bundy. And, and this is the thing. People can find that interview. Mind like I found bits of it in the Kinsey syndrome. It was in there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know whether they, you know what YouTube's like, so fucker, like if anyone's really good at finding shit, you can find it. It does exist is what I'm saying, right? The actual interview, because I've seen bits of it myself. 
Um, and she quotes bits out of it as well. But it's so important for people to understand that Ted Bundy was a normally developing lad. He was actually really highly um, academic. Um, he was just a normal boy doing normal climbing trees and jumping rivers. And do you know what I mean? He was he was fine until he was 12 and he saw the top shelf. Right. And that was his beginning to the journey of what he did to all them women. Right. He had no reason to lie. He was dying the next day. And he, well, he actually it wasn't the next day. It was a it was before just before they put him on the electric like the electric chair, just before. And he spoke to psychologist James Dobson, Dr. James Dobson. That's who went in and interviewed him. Um, and he says, like, you know, he tells his story and he, he even be, just before he dies, he even mentions it again about you need to get it out of the homes of the American children because he was aware of how much he was creeping into the homes. And he said there could be loads of Ted Bundy's out there. And he was right, because these children's brains are being completely fucked by they, it's rewiring their brain to a to a way that now we're seeing predators everywhere, mind. And he said he said that every single inmate he'd met over the however many years he was in prison, which was for a long time, every single one of them was addicted to pornography or had a huge influence over them. Every single one of them who were motivated to commit sexual violence like him. So what happens is, right, and this is the state of arousal and the, and the high, I say in, in air quotes, right, is once, like it is you build a tolerance because pornography is addictive like exactly the same as a chemical drug any other drug they've proven that anyway it releases your own intoxicating chemicals in there right which acts like a drug so when you've reached that you know that level of tolerance what do you do you have to look for something harder something more explicit something more graphic and that is exactly what is happening over and over again and I know it's uncomfortable and I know people are going to, you know, not like it and whatever, but that they are the facts of the matter. And that's what's happening. So when the, the brain is still developing as well, I mean, this happens in adults, but we're talking children who's, who haven't had their, you know, who are sort of built developing brains now, mind. So they're being rewired to, to, you know, a completely different level of what they should be. You know, and this is what this is what's driving it. And they knew this. They knew this back in the 80s. They knew this based on those three fucking magazines alone. And now look at it. Now look at the how, how accessible it is for everybody. And this yeah. is why we live in a in a sexualized world. It was all done. And who, who's again? Who? Kinsey from Kinsey. Always comes down to Hefner it. Hefner absolutely idolized Kinsey like a god mind. Yeah. He pushed, he promoted the very same things as he did. Do you know what I mean? And he wasn't, well, that's that's on the surface. We know, uh, well, I know, and I know you know as well, from further research into, you know, elite paedophile rings and stuff, within his mansions, there are tunnels underneath. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact as well. Yeah, Do you know that what is I mean? a fact. That is a fact. Absolutely. Exactly. So that I'm just telling you it on the surface level. Yeah, he had a big mansion in a tiny little village and it's on the Rothschild estate. So Tring in Hertfordshire, which is uh, just kind of borders, uh, Burke Hampstead and Aylesbury, a little town called Tring. So mm. all of that. And up to Ashridge Common, there's a big Masonic um, temple in on Ashridge Common, and you've got a Rothschild's house up there. It's all basically Rothschild's land, that is. And down in this little uh, village called Aldbury, 
uh, was Hugh Hefner's UK London um, Playboy Mansion there. And apparently that had tunnels all, all over the place in there. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. That is the case. And this is the thing, you know, the other thing as well, just to, you know, end on the, the pornography. We'll do, a, we'll do a proper one on this. But, you know, since the inception of por- right, because of pornography, this is why we have not only, you know, human trafficking for the adults, child trafficking, child because yeah. you've got the demand now. So you need the supply, don't you? And children exactly. are the biggest commodity there is because they can keep being used over and over and over again. And they are. And I know that's disgusting. And that's this it, they do. It's, it's the biggest commodity. Guns, yeah. guns very much so. But the drugs, they just they run out. The children exactly. can just be reused and reused and reused. It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. disgusting beyond belief. And I think that's why a lot of people choose to ignore it. But if we ignore it, it carries on. And I'm not prepared for that to happen. If anything, I you know, if any mark I leave on this earth is to just batter that, batter this whole revolution in air quote sexual revolution, including all the horrible shit that comes with it, just smash it out. Get it as from if that's the one, you know, one thing I manage to do or help manage to do, I'll die happy. But I don't want to leave this this disgusting world for my child. Like, do you know what I mean? And I'll do anything I possibly can. And this is why. You know, I can sit for hours and hours and just go through this shit, pulling it all apart and trying to let as many people know as possible. Do you know what I mean? I never say believe everything I've said. I never, ever done it. Although people like to put things in my mouth and say, you oh, know, that, yeah, that's just that. pushing your opinion and this, that and the other. I'm not. I'm giving you information. If you want to go and check yourself, I advise that you really do. Because yeah, it's only when you have done the research yourself is your mind going to be settled. Don't believe a word I've ever said. Go and look it up. Do you know what I mean? And if I'm wrong, let me know and I'll correct myself. Yeah. But th- this is the thing is there's not many of us who want prepared to go down that dark way and bring it all up. <coughs> I'll do it because I understand the importance of it. Do you know what I mean? I really do. And our kids, like, we can't, we can't let this happen to them. We just can't. Okay. Well, I think that's it for today, darling. We can, uh, we can do stuff tomorrow. I just, I feel exhausted today. I don't know why I've done absolutely nothing. I know we were supposed to do a show this morning, but to be fair, uh, you know, I know you woke up late. I also, I didn't wake up to about quarter past 10 either. I didn't know. I, I was at half 11, mine was, but I, I was at, re- so I was so into what I was doing last night. I was aware I should have gone to bed, but I was like, I was really in the, you know, my frame of mind was really, so I was like, oh, stay. and then I thought, no, I'm going to have to go to bed. So that was my fault. I slept till half 11. But yeah, I'm going to get back to that now. I've um, just found another picture anyway of Camilla in the mask. Oh, did you send it through on my messenger? I'll send you the photos. It's uh, it's quite real. This is from a different day. So um, I and I've just got that. And I found it in Cosmopolitan, actually. <laughs> so anyone saying that it's been doctored with, it's on... Uh, I've just sent them through to you. I'll post them on Facebook just so you can have a look. Uh, but it's quite clear. You can see the seam, the seam of the mask for Camilla. Let's have a look. I got them up there now. Yeah. So yeah. that's an actual photograph off the Cosmopolitan website for, for anyone. I've just posted it up on my Facebook. <coughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So there's there's a mask there. She's wearing a mask. What we're watching is not real. Uh, if according to Sky News, she's been laying in state for uh, four years, the last four years. So um, 
And it's certainly not full day. I'm just going to go and check it in just in case it could have been a slip of the tongue and just go and see how many days she's actually been there. What date is it today? So she died. It's the 19th. She died on the 8th, didn't she? Oh, it's 11 days. So, yeah, she's been laying in state for a lot damn sight longer. Yeah. Than four days. Four days would make it what? What's today? That would have made it Thursday, wouldn't it? Yeah. Monday. I'm pretty sure she got there Tuesday. (coughs) Might be wrong. Don't know. I'll go and have a look and see how long she's been there. I'm sure they've had it open longer than four days, though. Standing in that bloody queue for there's people doing 16 hours. Apparently, there's uproar. Uh, the uh, Good Morning TV came out apparently and said they, um, Holly and Philip definitely did a queue drum. And then there's next report is uh, Palace staff have had enough with uh, presenters going on the fast, fast track queue. <laughs> <laughs> fast track. God's mental in it. Get your wristband for fast track and you can go again if you've got your fast track. I know. The, um, for another day. He, what was I going to say? They're selling them on eBay, and they? The wristband. Ah, like ridiculous money. <laughs> I know. It's just what I just bizarre time to be alive. It really is. But yeah, right. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, everyone. I've just, I forgot we were on air then. (laughs) (laughs) I just dozed off. Um, LibertyTactics.co.uk, PublicChildProtectionWales.org, exposing the lie dot... Info. Info. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Check us all out. I'll be on tomorrow with Roy. I will probably do a show later on with Kat because I'll be a bit more with it. I just feel drained and exhausted today. Just... Have an early night exposed to that so yeah i am going to have an early night yeah you should um, so yeah we'll be back tomorrow roy davis is back and Catherine will be back also um i can't remember who i've got on. we're going to be having clay clark on very soon and i think that Kathleen kurt caitlin curtis who is from mine and cat's favorite song god we need you now oh yeah um i think she's finished her tour so i'm going to get back in touch and the Struggle Jennings, who does the male voice, because yeah. it's actually his song, he's just started following me. So, and I haven't, I haven't followed him. You've got to get him on. We're, I'm going to try and get them both on. I'll try and get them both on. Maybe they can come on together. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, they come on with you and I. So uh, I know and I've got Clay Clark. I should be lining up now. I don't want to excite anybody, but at the moment, Clay Clark is going around doing interviews with Cash Patel and Eric Trump. So I've got in touch with um, the guy who I speak to in regards to to Clay Clark, to JT. And I've said, please, please, can we have Cash Patel and Eric Trump as well? So who knows? knows? I've I've put it out there. I've asked. Hey, Hey, you had General Flynn. I had General Flynn. So it's possible, Lou. And we will have Trump one day, and I know that. I'm the most indecisive person. I don't know much, really, if you ask me. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. But I know one day we'll go to Mar-a-Lago and we'll interview Trump. I know that. Can't wait. He just told me. Anyway, on that note, we'll be back tomorrow. Roy Davis and Kat and I will also be back. So tune in tomorrow. We're going to play you out with God We Need You Now. Perfect. God bless you. God bless you. (laughs) 
World getting crazy, baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. Marching on these streets of blood till I see the golden gates. Troubadour and troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you. Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, always just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show.